All right, my love affair with Dirge of Cerberus is over now. <laughs> Friendship with Dirge of Cerberus <laughs> ended. Now Kirby and the Forgotten Lands is my best friend. I, I am a huge fan of chapters 5 through 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a great section of game. Before and after that. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Will they stick the landing? <laughs> Will they stick the landing? <laughs> I mm-hmm. I have opinions about this one. I have opinions about this chapter, y'all. <laughs> I also have some opinions about this chapter. And this is Both- chapter 11 of uh, Dirge of Cerberus. Both gameplay and story-wise, like a couple, um, I had a couple of like thinking emoji face moments as I was playing it, where I was like, "Hmm, is this good?" <laughs> I, I was, I was mostly okay with it until a certain thing happens in the story that I was just right. like, "All right, all right, I'm fucking done." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Vincent's so gun ho, even the plot has holes in it. <laughs> <laughs> Prep. <laughs> Got him. Um, but if you haven't guessed by now, this is the Every FNFF Podcast. I'm Carl Germ. I'm Curtis. I'm Alex. If uh, if you're listening to this now because of us being in Wired.com in a, in a very cool article, then I'm sorry. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird place to start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this Honestly, is a you weird would start place at the 10th uh, chapter, but all right. Yeah, but uh, welcome, I guess. Also, it would be especially weird because I'm sure by the time this episode drops, it will have already been out for a while and might we'll not be We'll have been canceled us- by then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fall from grace. Thank God. Oh, there was never any grace. Speaking of Dirge of Cerberus. Speaking of apartments, uh, I think we're in Shulk's apartment. <laughs> Broke into Shulk's apartment. Oh, this is cool. This is where Shalua used to live. Yeah, so we're, uh, this <laughs> <laughs> last we saw our friends, uh, we had just uh, saved Shulk from Nero's darkness. Yep, uh, yep. At, back at Isaac's uh, helmet arena. Now we're back in, uh, I guess, Shulk's warehouse because we we've seen this once before when she was like tapping away our computer after she destroyed her uh, calm uh, base. We did see this room from the other side, just like I think her and Azul were just hanging out here. Yeah, yeah, just fucking chilling. Yeah, I don't know where this is because the the architecture implies that this is not in deep ground anymore. It looks like a, like a warehouse somewhere. So they had he that means he had to drag Shulk out of deep ground. I don't know. I think that we're still in deep ground. I would say we're even closer to the Maka reactor now because we basically okay. just walk up to it in a second. I would, it it seems like because like deep ground is a whole town. I'm sure that they do have like warehouses and shit down there. I guess that's true. And there's a a nice little uh, Mako closet right here for uh, for Shulk to stand there in. There is. Oh yeah. Do you think that there was like nice furniture in these houses during like the pinnacle of deep ground? Like surely the houses weren't all bombed out from the beginning. Like me, <laughs> I've been playing a lot of the Outer Worlds, and uh, this just reminds me of like, oh yeah, this is what happens when you like live in a company town, and the company fucking goes kaput. Everything is yeah, just in complete uh, shambles. I was, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say her little like rejuvenation pod or whatever looks very similar to like the resurrection pods in Bioshock in mm. like the first two. And then like with you saying yeah. like company town, I'm just thinking of uh, Bioshock Infinite and that fucking game. <laughs> We're gonna, we're, we get to the end, we start fighting Vice, and then Vice asks, would you kindly go? <laughs> yeah, and we're like, <laughs> shit. Oh, no. That sounds real we cool. Have to, we have to do it to progress the story, and we're like, well, shit. Yep, yeah. But yeah, 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 we put her in the Baja Blast. Um, Vincent asks if she'll be alright, and she says yes. And then uh, Yuffie gives us a little, like, uh, 
peppy pep talk kind of thing. She does this a lot. She'll like she'll recap what the plan is. Yeah, she's right. She's really right. good at kind of just being excited about it and saying kind of layman's turns. Now, let me see if I've got this. You keep going, find Nero and Vice, and smack him into next Tuesday. And while you're cleaning house, I sneak into the reactor and shut her down. And she does a little a little spin. I love Yuffie's animation. I think she's like the most animated character in this whole game. She has a lot of animation. <laughs> <laughs> she is quite anime, it would say. Mm. It would seem. <laughs> and like Vincent like seems like he needs to say something, but Yeah, but she runs off. But then uh Shelk uh has like a little another vision. Yeah. Right? Right. Another memory, another data interference as we may call it. Yes, yes. And as we're panning into this next scene, we actually see the camera go over to the computer that we saw Shulk on, and it does say Discoverer, Grimoire Valentine. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is referring to Chaos. Oh, could be. Yeah. Probably. I mean, that's why I assume in the flashbacks, we see the thing that he discovered, which... Is we old. have seen that, yeah. I don't know what else it would be. I don't think he discovered Shulk. That'd be weird. <laughs> he, <laughs> but we uh, do yeah, a... He, he kickstarted her career in the same way that Dr. Dre did to Eminem. Yeah. So in, in a lot of ways, he did discover him. He did discover <laughs> Shelk, I should say. He's like a talent scout. So uh, the, the scene that we come into, um, we see a younger Vincent, like back when he was a Turk, right? And he's like walking into Lucretia's lab. And uh, he's, he's like calling out for her like, oh, Lucretia, is anybody here? Are you there? Steve Balloon's voice is very, uh, <laughs> he seems like he's trying very hard to sound weaker because he naturally <laughs> has a very like bold and like a badass voice, deep voice. So he's trying to sound very yeah. high up and like, hello, hello, yeah. Lucrecia. Yeah. It's really, I, I really like that. He does that. His, his, uh, pre, uh, Jokerfication, uh, <laughs> Vincent voice is very good, but he, um, he's looking around for her and while he's looking through the lab, he notices his father's name on one of the terminals, right? Like he sees it and it's like, oh, well, shit, what is that? Um, and that's when Lucretia notices that he's there. And she's like, oh, who's there? And he's just like, Lucrezia, this file. It's, it's none of your business. But it is. Why didn't you tell me you worked with my father? And then she like. She's like, you never like, fucking asked, dude. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> and he kind of like reaches out to her and she smacks his hand or whatever. It's very aggro. <laughs> <laughs> and she likes kind of screaming at him she's like stop it you just stop it <laughs> screaming at him and i was just like i know that i said I, I i do like this about lucrezia's character or whatever that like we learn more about her and she's kind of an asshole <laughs> and like i feel like this is just more of that and so i was kind of like oh you know what i don't mind this i don't mind this i but but it is like very melodramatic too yeah we're we're transported to like a black box theater like soap opera space yes yes very much <laughs> where they're like under spotlights and shit in a, in a black backdrop yeah at one point vincent just goes and scene and like throws his hand out <laughs> they're in turtlenecks <laughs> everyone in the crowd is instead of clapping they're they're doing the, the snapping <laughs> but um but she kind of like admits that uh it's her fault that uh vincent's father died I'm so sorry I couldn't stop it kind of thing. Um and we hear some monologue from Vincent to the to us, right? As she kind of runs off screen. Right. And he says I never blamed her. All I wanted to see was her smiling face. All but I wanted to day, see was her feet. <laughs> but after that day, the light left her heart. So sad. Yeah. I guess is going to manifest in some unfortunate ways. 
right? Um, but we do hear Hojo like, so you've come to your senses and chosen me. <laughs> Good Lord. What? Mm-hmm. So you've come to your senses and chosen me. Yes. Doctor. She kind of throws herself at him into an embrace. Um, it's worth noting that in the Japanese version, he does sound less like the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, you were saying that. And like, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I wish that's how he, I fucking hate the, the, the affection that the voice actor gives Hojo. Like, it, it's fitting, I guess, but yeah. it just makes me hate Hojo's character even more and not even necessarily, like, in a good way. Yeah, you know, not, he's a very yeah. loathsome character, like, you're supposed to hate him, but I'm just like, it's not even like, oh my god, I fucking hate him. I'm just like, oh, what a fucking dork. The loathsome Hojo. It, it, it undercuts how horrible he is by making me think of fucking Mandark from Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> he's more loathsome than a dung eater. However, if she is happy, then I don't mind. Pretty based of him. It's yeah. a, a point yeah. in his in his favor, I guess. It's like whatever. But I don't know. I mean, we're getting into kind of gray areas here because it also like, yeah, I don't know. Like Hojo's the fucking Could worst. Could you try again? Fuck off, Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Siri doesn't understand the story either. Sounds just like Shulk. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, sh- I should tell. I should tell my Apple Watch uh, to refer to me as Vincent Valentine. So it just, <laughs> I can imagine it's just Shulk every time. <laughs> but yeah, like right, it, yeah. Lucrezia goes to Hojo and then embraces him, and then Siri's like, "Can you say that again?" Yeah, <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah, I know it doesn't make any sense, Siri, but <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a little clunky, and I think like I want to be like, "Oh, it's it's kind of good of Vincent to not just be like a, a friend zoned incel, like nice guy about it being." like oh she rejected me so i hate all women and i'm gonna commit like (laughs) joker like crimes because i identify with him or whatever but it's also like dude like she's still your homie and like it's cool that you want to remain homies with her even though it didn't work out the way that you wanted to but you should probably try and intervene in this specific thing where she's dating like literally history's greatest monster (laughs) (laughs) jimmy carter right so not yet (laughs) well not yet but very much trending there like Yeah. yeah Either way, I think the scene is kind of supposed to be a like a metaphorical space, not not something that literally happened. Yeah, I think so. This his perception of what happened. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Because it is just seems completely melodramatic. Yeah. I need to refer. What's it called? The the ultimatum or whatever. It's the giant encyclopedic. Ultimania. The Ultimania, is that what it is? Yeah, I don't no, know. Yeah. Ultimaniacs. Yeah. yeah, the Ultimaniacs. Whatever the big fucking stupid Final Fantasy book is that we should probably cover more. Um, yeah, it's probably like learn about it. Get there's probably get like, no, something. this is actually what happened. Like, I wonder as if in, actually this is, is Lucretia in Crisis Core. I'm sure we'll find out because Zack and Hojo also have like a thing. They, look, they can't leave well enough alone on fucking anything in this <laughs> series. So I guarantee you that she is. <laughs> fucking, for all we know, Lucrezia is going to be alive in fucking Final Fantasy VII Remake 2. Like, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's be real here. We're talking about Square. But we're back to reality. I'm not going to say it. Okay, None um, of us are going to say it. We have hit, our, <laughs> we have hit the, the maximum amount of M&M references that we can right. make. And that is a miracle because I just watched 8 Mile for the first time. <laughs> so, my God. But but Shulk once again says another dream. Basically did the same thing she did last time. as like data interference. But she doesn't say that. But she yeah. does switch focus and asks Vincent why he's fighting this battle. 
Right, right. And he says, to destroy Deep Ground and stop Omega's return, it's time an end is put to the madness. At least, that's what I tell myself. Well, I'm not completely sure of the reason, though. And she's like, huh, yeah, not sure. Neither am I. <laughs> On the surface, the like when he first said it, I'm like, dude, that's kind of On the surface, they like calm and ready. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's fine. You get one. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, yeah, Shulk says, but Vincent, I don't want to see the world end. I don't want there to be any more pain. And then we are allowed to begin the chapter. Yeah. Now we're inside uh, the reactor. The next to last chapter and pretty much the only place you could use Ultima Weapon if you got it. I um, So, in my notes that I wrote down, the very first note I have is, fuck this first room, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> because I hate this first room so much. Um, There's fucking, I mean, to refresh, we're in this, basically, the same kind of environment that, uh, it's not this room, but like two rooms from now is actually when Ketchish would come in. Yeah. Yes, it's, the same, yes. it's the same general area, though. It's interesting because, like, I think the last chapter had, like, a lot of these, like, vistas and a lot of these, like, really interesting places that we were kind of going through. But I think we're in the reactor now. Like, we are in Mako Reactor Zero. When we were fighting Nero, we were basically at the gates to the reactor. And now we're inside. Right. And so, like, it's not as stunning anymore. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of that, like... um, It's just a sewer, but it's dry. It's a dry sewer, yeah. Like we're we're in a reactor now. Like it looks like the inside of the reactors from FF seven or whatever, right? Like the original. Yeah, we one. see like some familiar catwalks. Less slip and slides though. Less slip and slides. Less cool music. Yeah. Uh, although no, I mean the music in this good, game yeah. is very good. But yeah, it's it's um it's interesting because in terms of like grandiosity, right? Like I feel like it's at a lower level than where we just were which is kind of interesting to take a step back in size and scale for like your penultimate chapter yeah but you know what i mean all things considered the last chapter gets real fucking wild so maybe it is nice to have a little like breather from scenery for a bit a little intermission as it were yeah. Ooh. they do weave in and out of the uh the center chamber so like this first yes. area is just us going over catwalks we fight some elite soldiers some gargoyles some scuttlebugs i hate this room so much dude like it's, we gotta do some some ollies over some pipes the, so the thing is about this room, the elite soldiers too they're, they're taking cover and you can't like hit you them can't with get bullets. to them yeah, fucking yeah you, sucks. so you have to like get up to them or hit them with uh materia right and like they're just raining down bullets on you the whole time so like to get to them if you don't have materia or or if you don't have mako energy uh it's, it's really difficult to do um and they're like up on like catwalks and stuff and you can't hit you can't hit them with bullets so you have to use materia to hit them in some places which is lame <laughs> i don't like that i have to i feel like they should have introduced like the dirge cerberus equivalent of like light arrows where like you just have like magic <laughs> bullets or some <laughs> shit that can like right, kill, right. kill these like elites yeah or like no way magic bullets makes no sense but these children bullets that will keep shelk <laughs> at bay but not harm her call up reeve like hey do you got any like anything stronger <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's why they're not working he's still using the children bullets <laughs> but anyway yeah i'm sorry <laughs> fuck that first room there there are quite a few explosive uh, explosive barrels that you can use to kind of take yeah. some of the guys out but it, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a pain in the ass and there's a lot of times i'd shoot like it like there'll be like a barrel on top of a box and i'm like haha i need to shoot the box and then the barrel will fall down on the enemy and i would shoot the the box and the barrel would just perfectly fall right down in place where it was and not go anywhere and i'd be like well i guess <laughs> not <laughs> 
But when we exit this uh, first area, we find out that we're in the core almost. It's like this is a cool area. The planet core. core. This is kind of where Ketchi's mission ended, where he's you see the big vat, but we also see these large gyroscopic balls. Balls. I wrote down balls in my notes. I called this area Deep Grundle. Nice. <laughs> this is nice. the section of the uh, the the giant in Final Fantasy IV. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We're in the balls of the giant. But yeah, this so throughout this stage, we'll be kind of weaving in and out of this room to kind of see that we're going lower and lower. It's cool. I actually like this. Yeah. Like our first uh, when we first come out into this room. So there's no like uh, path across the room. There's only like stairs kind of uh, going along the perimeter in most of it service stairs and yeah catwalks along the wall and so every time we pop into the room we get we'll get like a little mission or a bunch of enemies will pop up and we'll kind of have to take them out usually they're like gargoyles because they can fly around and yeah stuff. i think all um, three times we come through here i guess four technically at the last area but um it we get stage mission defeat the gargoyles and there are gargoyles fl flying around right there is a turret usually that's true i i did not see the turret any of the times until I was already done with the gargoyles. And then I saw it. God damn it. That, that but, happened to me like the second time. I like took down all the gargoyles and then I saw the turret and I was like, oh, well, that yeah. probably would have been nice. Yeah. There's like a sniper that you can barely see who's just like shooting. There is. Up. He's like on one of the uh, the intersecting catwalks. You can't quite, you can't get yeah. to it, but yeah. you can see that there's someone up there like, who the fuck is shooting at me? Yeah, I know. Because I got like, he kept, like he was missing, but I was hearing the the shot and seeing like sparks nearby. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? Who's shooting me? Like, it yeah. took me a while to find him because he's like pretty far out there. He's pretty far out there, and it's difficult to see anything in a PlayStation yeah. Two game. So yeah, yeah. It did no, feel I mean, good I was to about that. Like, him. I couldn't imagine doing that on a CRT. It's one of those things where I'm wondering if it was somehow better on a CRT, just because like that's what it was developed for. You know what I mean? Like now that we have like everything in HD, it's like yeah, one of those weird things. Like retro games look better on a CRT. I guess. So, I, I, guess. I don't know. Yeah. I'm wondering if it was supposed to be like very old school, like sniper shootout, where like I have to wait for the muzzle flash to find out where they are. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of what I had to do, <laughs> nonetheless, because they were so far away. Um, mm -hmm. I will say, if you're when you're in your sniper mode, looking around or whatever, if you look at the top of the Grundle balls, there's uh, a memory capsule up on the very top. Fuck. So you can get that. Damn it. <laughs> There's not a whole lot of gameplay in this uh, in this section. It's not real long. Um, I'm pretty sure I missed everything that I could get just because <laughs> I, I rushed through it. Well, there's only one important item toward the end, and you can be damn sure that I forgot that one. And no, so I, I do definitely need to play forgot this again. That. I forgot okay. that, and after I was doing it, I was like, wait, last week didn't we say that we had yep. to grab one of those? <laughs> yep. But yeah, so we leave the ballroom. The ball pit. And then we're basically in the room where Ketchy would have started. Yeah. We, we, like, we're section. in that room. Yeah. We're in that same room. Yes. Uh, like, like at first I was like, is this the same room? This can be, can it? And then I saw like the, uh, the like three horizontal pipes that you can jump across as Ketchy. And I was like, this is it. This is that room. I was, I was where? thinking the same thing. And then I saw the, like the vent that he goes into and I was like, hell yeah, we, we yeah. called it. We knew we were coming back here. There's also something I like at the end of this room, like right before we leave. Uh, oh, yeah. There's um, instead of crates and uh, patrolling officers, there's this, just tons of items on the floor, right? There is. And there's specifically one below a big chute. I think it's actually a magic pad. It's a magic pad below a chute. Okay. And like 
I'm no idiot. I know what that means. Like, it's directly below a chute. It's going to dump a bunch yeah, of... Yeah, that's where the Mako drips out of the vent. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, like, you step on it and a fucking shitload of bugs comes down. But, like, I think it's kind of fun because as soon as you step on it, you have full materia. You just back up and you use, like, Thundaga and you're just like, oh, I just killed, like, ten dudes at once. That was sick. It's fucking bugs. Fucking there, bugs. Yeah, there's, like, mostly gill, I think, right in here. I think so. Yeah. But the last scuttlebug uh, drops a card key. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Always interesting when, you know, like not as sentient as human being enemies are the ones to drop like key cards <laughs> in bethesda games that would be that they ate a soldier or something like that yeah right? yeah. yeah um there would yeah, be a I, helmet in there too i like seeing all those vents and just always looking up and actually seeing the bugs in there and being like haha oh wait you know what me. are the bugs the things that appear with the sample boss fight in ff7 the sample you remember that like when we first get red, it's the first fight that you can have red 13 in. Oh, I don't know. And there's those That's three bugs with the sample. And they look exactly like these bugs. Yeah, it probably is, honestly. If that is the case, it just, again, you can't help but be a little bit disappointed in the enemy variety. Like, <laughs> obviously, this game was a who knows what the budget was. I mean, people yeah. probably know what the budget was, and it, I could probably easily look it up. But the developers were kind of so far out of what they were used to making like you can't really fault them for being like they didn't add all these much more uh, work into this game that might not have done anything right right you know like maybe if there was a dirge of cerberus 2 there would have been like a bunch more enemies which would have been really cool yeah i'm looking i'm trying to find the name of this um they don't really have a name i think there's called the uh bogus they're just called h512 opt okay yeah that's right yeah. yeah, they're just little yellow bugs. I think that's them. They look more like a tick but uh, in that one, but, you know, yeah. who, who could say? Well, anyway. my headcanon is yes. <laughs> cool it just occurred to me that I was like, is... wait a minute. We first encountered them in the woods outside of uh, WRO headquarters. Who could say? Who can say? But, uh, so yeah, we get through this uh, second uh, access room, the one with the catchy room. Yes. yes. And then we're back in the uh, ballroom part two. Ballroom yep. slightly lower, and now we're fighting gargoyles again. This time with a turret. Defeat the gargoyles, too. Uh, yeah, defeat the gargoyles, too. That's what it says. Yeah, and I saw that. I was like, does that mean there's two gargoyles? Or does that mean that, like, it's the... <laughs> defeat the gargoyles, comma, two. Yeah. Or, like, you must defeat these gargoyles, too. And answer me these riddles, three. <laughs> but, yeah, it's basically the same thing. I think there's just more. Okay, okay. But then we get to this uh, chamber, and we get a stage mission, which is to defeat the enemies in the center column, and this place fucking sucks. Oh yeah, my god, this, this is, is aggressive. I, I was so fucking annoyed. Because there's these guys you can't quite reach, but they have like barrels above them on a pillar. Yeah. You can't really get them, so I guess the only way you can do is circle them and pick them off. But at the same time, there's these fucking... Those Roombas are just like yeah, up yeah. on I, you. I think they're, they spawn, don't they? The little Roomba guys? Mm -hmm. like They're just constantly spawning until yeah. you're done with the guys in the middle. It's so pretty rough. It, yeah, and they're not, like, the Roomba guys aren't too bad to, to kill or anything like that, but it's like, if you're aiming, they will, like, do a little shock attack to you. That doesn't do a lot of damage, but it takes you out of being able to aim. So it's like, you line up a shot that takes a while, and you're trying to get ready, and then you get fucking zapped, and you're like, god damn it. This, this yeah, room is yeah. just irritating. It's not difficult. You're just constantly getting hit with rockets that, like, will knock you on your ass. 
Yeah, like, I mean, I'm I watching my have. play now, and I fell. I, I got hit by a rocket and fell on the ground. And then, as Vincent is standing up, I got hit by another rocket and fell again. And like, it was in such a weird time <laughs> that, that I couldn't shit, yeah. roll out of it. So I was like, "Fuck, dude!" And once again, the railings are just like a, the exact height that's like not very convenient to shoot over. Yeah. So yeah. on the positive side, good game design of them making it as ir- irritating as possible. <laughs> this is the end game. They're just throwing everything at you. Yeah, yeah. And this is like the end game because like chapter 12 has nothing to do with <laughs> the gameplay of the rest of the this game. This might be the last time we see these enemies. So yeah. um, farewell to them. So we do another shoot the gargoyles by the the Mako Grundle section. Defeat the gargoyles three. Yeah. And then <laughs> and we're in like a, a control room. I like this little room. I think it's very I, I think what the mission is in here is neat. Like, I haven't yeah. seen it before in the game, and I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're, we're at a catwalk that kind of goes around, like, a control console, but on yeah. the other side of the room, we see a, a deep ground soldier slowly pushing a turret into position. Yes. <laughs> to hold us off, there's an elite soldier right in front of us with a barrier behind him. Yeah, yeah, and so we have to, like, take out some soldiers and, like, fight some dudes and try to, like, get them done before the guy pushes the turret into place. It's and just the just one guy. It's just open. the one elite soldier. Is it just but the one think, guy? Yeah, but I think there's an opportunity. I'm not sure what the trigger, uh, what triggers it, but last time I played it, you can get ambushed by like two heavy, soldier, uh, heavy yeah, soldiers. I was going to say, I thought I got hit by heavy soldiers in it too. I'm not sure what triggers that. If it was like if the turret advances too much or if you take him out too quickly, it's like an oh, equalizer. Okay. I'm not right. sure exactly what controls it, but there's also a, um, a memory capsule in this room too. Yes. yes. Oh, dude, <laughs> I can totally see it where uh, from my uh, from my playthrough. Play through. One thing that I really like about this is um, if you attack the guy who's moving the turret, like I was just meleeing him, he would like get hit a bunch and stop, and then he would immediately just go back to yeah. pushing the. I'm like, oh, this dude, like, sorry, Sisyphus, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to put you out of your misery, <laughs> here, buddy. He like, he like stands up like offendedly and then like looks at you like he's going to attack you, and then his AI takes over and then <laughs> goes back to pushing it. His right hand is holding a gun the whole time too. It's really yeah. silly. It's like so he's trying funny. to. He's he's on a mission. But I like the idea that you need to like kill him before he pushes that turret into place and just turns you into Swiss cheese. I thought that was kind of a neat concept. Yeah, it adds some tension that um yeah. I guess wouldn't really it wouldn't be that tense if he started using it though. Erecting a turret or whatever. It's very uh one um one weird aspect of this turret that I noticed is uh remember when I was complaining about how if you're facing a direction and enter the turret, it just has you facing that direction instead of yeah, like sitting in the chair and facing the the way the turret is. Not this one. Oh, this really? one can only face like the where it's pointing. And I was like, <laughs> oh well shit. Well that seems pointless. Yeah. Maybe it's the mobile turrets. Yeah, maybe it has something to do with the fact, like, its location or something on the uh, on the catwalk. Oh, like, Maybe yeah. if it gets to where it's going, then it can be a 361. But... Oh, maybe. Yeah, there's not enough clearance for it to spin. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wanted to go for realism in this one tiny section of the <laughs> game. But we uh, advanced through a few different weird rooms, uh, a few different corridors of pipes kind of intersecting the of the hallways, I guess, right? Just yeah. dudes in weird rooms. Um, I know the third corridor room, uh, should Empath, do you think pointing this out where there's like a, sh- a soldier like does a little backwards hop over a pipe for cover? Yes. yes. Which is maybe a unique animation to this entire game. This is an interesting room because there's two soldiers who are like, there's a series of like three small hallways 
and they're firing at you and running backwards and like jumping over pipes and shit. And the thing is that they're annoying and they're they're trying to get you to chase them. And they they like they lead you into little traps. So like they'll lead you under like some bugs and stuff and they'll lead you under guards or whatever. It's in, it's cool. It's a neat little thing. It was annoying because I didn't want to shoot them and I was like I see them. I should be able to shoot them. So. Wait, you weren't able to shoot? Oh, the soldiers, you mean? Well, yeah, because they kept running away so quickly. Yeah, I, was like, God damn yeah. It. I thought you meant the bugs because when they when they lead you past like a vent. Yeah, no, no, I just it, shot I, up like, into the vent. I look yeah. up, I'm like, I, I yeah, fool me once, shame on. Shame yeah, on yeah, you. exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I was feeling. The was old like, bug trick. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's that room where it's a um, there's like a a floor grate above you, and there's soldiers shooting through. This room is tight as fuck. I, I actually like so I this this is really cool. I didn't figure out how to. I mean, you could just run. I just ran through it. I, I couldn't figure out how to take them out. There's because they're mostly elite soldiers again. Yeah. So you can't, so you can't quite shoot through them. They're, they're shooting down in bursts. Yeah. So you're you're in a little like tunnel and there's a grate on top and there's a bunch of soldiers. Soldiers. There's a bunch of soldiers up on the grate. I got shoal, but I'm not a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> but they're shooting downward through the grate onto you, and they're elite soldiers, so you can't shoot up back at them. And so your only option is just to either hit them with uh, materia or run through. And so I just ran through, and like it's very intense. Like they are all unloading constantly while yeah, you're running it's, through it's, there. It's, it's really cool. It reminds me of that room with like the bullet holes in the wall and yes, stuff, but you yes, can actually like too. see the guys and it's That's it's exactly really cool. what I thought. Yeah. Um I downed a limit breaker and I can only take down one guy before <laughs> like the limit breaker wore off. Oh my so, gosh. I, I think I, you are just supposed to like time it out and run through. I yeah. do like how the limit breaker has kind of become less of a like a I win switch. Like a lot yeah, of the yeah. a lot of the enemies in the past couple of chapters, um, even if you're throwing the fireballs and stuff, which like have some tracking on them, they'll be positioned in a way that it doesn't really do anything. Yeah. So there's yeah. been a couple of times where I'm like, well, I just gotta use the limit breaker. And I'm like, oh, this is actually more difficult. In the same way that kind of like with the with the turret section earlier with the gargoyles, I felt like it was almost easier to just fight the gargoyles without the turret. Yeah, and I'm also doing like as much damage as the fireballs with my guns now too. Yeah, exactly. Um, I did shoot t uh, two of those, uh, one of the elite soldiers with like two fire attacks, um, just trying to like kill him and ran out of Mako and didn't have enough to like heal up. So yeah. I was like, ah, fuck this, I'm just running through. Yeah, I think there's also a memory capsule in there, isn't there? They're probably everywhere. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. I don't have the guide in front of me. Importantly, to get the hidden ending of the game. You need to get the G report in this next room, which I did not get. And I knew it was in this room, and I made a mental note to myself. <laughs> Make sure I get well, We this. should say it's the same ending. There's just an extra scene at the end of the credits that kind of... Yeah. It doesn't change the outcome of anything. This could happen whether or not we see it. But I did not get it, so I need to go back and do it again. Oh, well. Yeah, I, I don't why. think I got it. So do you need to get all of the G reports or just this one specific one? All three. I would, I would imagine you would have to get all three, which yeah. I think we did so far. I got the other two, yeah. But uh, this room is kind of interesting. It's kind of annoying. This green engine room? Yeah. Yeah, I, I call it the green room or like the the fart room. <laughs> There's this giant piston going up and down in the middle, like a platform. Yeah, and this room's tough as fuck, man. I went through all of my healing items in here. I think, do the elite soldiers just spawn constantly forever? Yes, I'm okay. pretty sure. Right. Uh, it, that, that's definitely what it seemed like to me. Because um, I was just trying to clear it out before proceeding forward. Yeah, me too. 
and like started like doing some platforming in here and stuff and they just like would not stop and i think i spent too much time on it and then i was like oh yeah i'm just fully down on all of my resources so yeah, yeah. i don't think that i actually like need to be doing this that's exactly how i went to i i stuck around and over time being like i'll clear it out eventually i used i used everything i had nothing left and i was like well they do give you quite not. a bit of Mako here, um, and... The, there is a lot. The door is blue, I just realized, so I guess they could just, like, advance anytime you wanted. You yeah. can, yeah. It's a good place to grind, yeah, I guess. I don't know if it if it being blue is from the start, or if you have to kill, like, a set amount of enemies oh, before it turns yeah, blue or not, but... I'm looking at a screenshot of me as, like, uh... I almost said Valiant Beast. <laughs> Valium Beast. He's real tired. <laughs> I was I see a screenshot of me sick of it and the door is unlocked. I'm like, oh, I guess I could have just went through there. But <laughs> how, how does one get the G report in this room? There is a piston in the middle of the room that's going up and down. You can jump on that piston to get up to it. Pipes. Yeah. Or at least visible from up there. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, so the platforming's a little weird from that uh that pillar you just jump across to one of the the pipes that are going you know uh, along the, the the sides of the room and um there there's some like big blast doors that keep opening and that's where the elite soldiers come from so when i realized that i was like oh okay yeah blasting fuck those guys so I, yeah i did i rode that pillar up a bunch of times really and i think i still somehow managed to miss the uh i think after like one time of trying to jump up there and realizing they were like respawning i was like yeah fuck this i actually never got up there I, I never even went up on the pillar i was just like okay this sucks i'm leaving and so i did and i got to the next cutscene. that's it by oh, the yes. way we finally make it to the ball bridge. Yeah, we finally make it to a bridge that takes us into the the core, like the core core, like the big balls. I oh, like yeah. that the bottom ball looks kind of like a big like a uh, sea mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A, a, a mine sweeper. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it has the big uh, these giant like, and it almost looks like a giant screwdriver handle sticking out of it. It's cool. And then we fight Vincent's least favorite mode of transportation one last time. Yeah, his old his old rival, his old fucking rival, this dragonfly PT is playable test, (laughs) playable trailer, playable playable trailer, part time (laughs) and a bunch of gargoyles. I thought they got in like (laughs) social services. They call it PT or whatever. (laughs) Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Um, Or physical therapy or physical therapy. Oh, that's a better one. There's a lot of a lot of PTs is what we're saying here, folks. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. I love how they introduced this dumb fucking boss where it's like clearly it's just another take of this, a, a boss fight that we did before and it's like this time there's the added aspect of it where there's more of those gargoyles that you've killed tons of. They're just Powered like chilling gargoyles. on the wing and stuff yeah. like it's fucking Twilight Zone and there's someone inside freaking out about it. Like, <laughs> They've teamed up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not really too much to say about this boss fight I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Just take out the gargoyles. The, uh, the dragonfly will circle the uh the i guess reactor core so you can't quite hit it yeah until yeah it comes around sometimes i actually kind of feel like i got it stunned where it, like it was kind of kept going back and forth behind the ball and just would not come around for a while oh really <laughs> i was just waiting yeah it will change direction i have i didn't notice that i don't know why or how they got a helicopter in here yeah 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 wait why yeah why and how they had to like build it in here um yeah, so there's like a there's a couple things going on in this I guess boss. All, all helicopters are built inside somewhere before they're in the sky. <laughs> well, that's fair. Now that I think about it, <laughs> we're not. But we're like 
we're basically like in the plant's core, and there's just like a helicopter. Yeah, of course, yeah. you know. But uh, th there's a couple things happening in this fight. There's so like gargoyles will like swoop down on top of you while you're fighting, and you'll have to deal with them. And little Roombas will come up behind you, and there's also six pillars um, that you can stand behind when it does its uh, machine gun sweep. And so oh, you're right. kind of like juggling a couple things at once, but compared to like any of the recent bosses, it's it's nothing. Yeah, I think the when you kill the gargoyles, they kind of like hover above the the platform that you're on and then like die there. Yeah, I think that's a way of them like replenishing your ammo or mm -hmm. giving you he health items, that sort of yeah. thing. Uh, rockets still fucking suck every time I get hit by them. <laughs> I can't time it to get up quickly, and I just like sit there like an idiot for like <laughs> um, what feels like a minute. God, I can't stop thinking about how this is a helicopter that's underground, and I'm trying to make sense <laughs> of it. And the reason I'm trying to make sense of it so much is because, like, so underneath... Well, I mean, I guess we did fight a helicopter underground already when we were in the in the above the normal deep ground, but now we're, I guess... So, like, we're, we're like, <laughs> very deep underground. That's kind of the point of this whole operation here. Oh, uh, yeah, you know so what, you're right. So why did they we... make it so big and expansive that the... There's can't the even, need like, for a helicopter yeah, to, yeah. to traverse it because you could just not make it that big. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because my brain is like, okay, well, they built into a cavern that is like in the earth and they're just working with what they have and stuff. But it's like everything, like the walls just look very industrial. Like they do not look yeah. like it's part of it. So it's like, why did you fucking build it this way? My brother <laughs> in Christ, you designed <laughs> deep ground like this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, deep ground. Yeah, that's why the dragonflies are very ineffective above ground, is because like pressure changes <laughs> and stuff. Like the altitude is like that's why they're much more. They're we're on its territory now. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, this is, is where home, grew up. home court advantage. That's right. So anyway, speaking of its home court advantage, we fucking scrap that thing. <laughs> no yeah. problem. Um. Yeah, and then we can uh, advance into thy ball. And you know what's interesting <laughs> is it's it almost seems like thy ball is one is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside because when we go into it there's like hallways in it did you have any trouble getting into this thing no no because i i before i went into it i was like "Ooh, i'm gonna press i'm gonna go press this button before i walk up to the door because i don't want to miss something and it turns out that button was just the button to open the door and i was like oh, okay <laughs> immersion we see a quick establishing shot of like a tiny mini cutscene of us like ah oh, here it is we've made it and then we're in front of the door and i walk ahead and like this door won't open and i have to actually backtrack like 10 yards <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like why do they make the the door that you have to open so recessed and far away from the button that you have to push to open <laughs> it it's just <laughs> can i can i tell you all my favorite video game door Yes. What's your favorite door? I've been wondering for years. Not even a story about it. I just want to tell you what my favorite video game door is. And also, I think it is the funniest joke that's ever been in a video game ever. Sure. Before you ever. do that, I just want to let our listeners know that they should go to Fiverr now and queue up any witches in case this <laughs> is something that you feel Curtis deserves to be cursed over. So take you it You want to cancel me for this take. <laughs> the best door in all of video games is... Additionally, also the best gag in, all, in any video game ever, and I mean that, this is the funniest thing in any video game, is in Portal 2, when you go down to the, the very, very bottom of Aperture Science and you go to the old 60s lab, and like, you're walking up for a long time on this giant, like, hundreds of meter, like, tall vault wheel, like a vault door, like, from Fallout or whatever. 
and like you finally get up to it and you do like a puzzle to hit all these buttons at once to get the vault to finally open and all these like klaxons go off when it's finally opening and you like you see it extrude from the wall like a like a fallout vault thing or whatever and you're like it's like monstrous it's monstrous it's hundreds and hundreds of feet tall like it's it's so big and it's and it rolls away like it rolls away from the vault only to realize that there's just a solid wall behind it with an incredibly tiny service door <laughs> that just has like the two handprints for like push oh, here. Right. It was like it <laughs> looks completely black, and as soon as the lights come on, you just see one tiny door. <laughs> just one itty bitty <laughs> tiny door that like a spotlight comes down on, and it just has like the service like push here on this bar to open door or whatever like <laughs> sign on it and the door is so tiny that rules i, <laughs> I need just to concealed behind this giant vault god it's the best it's the best gag in all video games <laughs> amazing i'm gonna i'm gonna have to guess that the uh the design behind this particular door is uh not the same as the design that went into that door in portal yeah. 2 <laughs> it's just it was a big door and so it reminded me of it and i was like that's so good damn that's, that's so the good. best door <laughs> yeah take take notes of a, a game many decades your senior dirge of cerberus <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess it was only one decade at that point. Uh, Portal 2 came out f- five years later after Damn, Dirge of Service. Damn, okay. I was way dude. off, dude. <laughs> All right. Anyway, where were we? We're in the... Oh, we're in the ball. We're in the ball. We uh, encounter a... Uh... Yeah, we're just in a corridor. And, yeah, there's uh... like little twisty hallways in here. And there's like... one elite that kind of lures you to an ambush at the end of the hallway. Yeah, yeah and the ambush, is, the ambush is that there's a bunch of guys shooting... And the solution to a bunch of guys is just to use a materia, and so they just mm-hmm. become a bunch of dead guys real quick. Yeah. When a bunch of elites are really close together, I just run up and kick them. Yeah. yeah. So you can just you can just kick, you oh, can okay. kind of stun lock them because <laughs> they're all just so close together. Yeah, I just use thun dog and just kill yeah, them all. It's the same damage each time. It's very funny. Um. But yeah, you kick their ass and then you uh, hit the shop, which is right there. Yes. Grab yourself a sodi. And then we hit a cutscene. Oh yes. We hit a cutscene. Uh, we're entering a corridor. That's it, uh, by Vincent. the way. That's all the normal areas of Dirge of Cerberus. Yep. Bye bye, Deep Ground. Bye bye, Deep Ground. Uh, Vincent senses Yuffie and she uh, drops down from the ceiling. Yeah. Somehow she's been tagging along and not helping. <laughs> Based. They really did. I really wish Yuffie had more combat. I think. I think that maybe I'm wondering if that's why they tied Deep Ground more into like her story. Is that like she finally got to kick Deep Ground's ass a little bit? I see. The PS2 is not powerful enough to uh, give you controls of, of how chaos yeah, of Yuffie, Yuffie is. Playing as Yuffie in Final Fantasy VII Remake is so good. <laughs> you don't look too roughed up. Neither do you. In there, huh? Yeah. Come on. And uh, down the hallway, we see this this room and the next room are very kind of like we're in like a castle almost, but it's like industrial. Yeah. And uh, as we enter the throne room... We we come across uh, Vice. Yeah, Vice is yeah. sitting, quote unquote, on his throne. He's schlomping. He he's kind of schlomping over. He's a. Uh, it looks like he's just uh, as chilled out as someone can ever be. He's completely relaxed about it. <laughs> you cannot be more relaxed than Vice is right now, <laughs> this moment in his throne. Which this is a good plot twist. I've never beaten Dare to Cerberus before, and I was like, "Yo, incredible, incredible twist." Vice is dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. That's so good. So Yeah, like uh Yuffie is completely it's he's the uh, it's dead. Yeah. And then we hear from behind us Nero. But not for long. Yeah. 
classic. A new life breathes inside him, just as one does in you, Valentine. Which I guess makes sense. Like we have chaos. He's gonna have Omega. Right. Um, yeah, but I'm still like not sure like why is Vice dead? How long has he been here? Yeah, yeah. I either way, I love it though. His corpse looks still pretty intact. Is he on standby or something? Like who? Like who recorded and sent out that transmission? I was wondering that too. Like, did he die within that amount of time? That or? might explain all of the camera angles. They're like, well, if we just have a bunch of cameras around, we can kind of just like weekend at Bernie's. I was gonna think weekend at Bernie's and and then make it look like he's more animated just because we have those quick cuts. So I know that we don't we don't have it in this version, but in the multiplayer version of Dirge of Cerberus, there's actually quite a bit of story um, about how like the the multiplayer player character helps Vice take control of Deep Ground. And, like, it could be that these recordings are from then, even. Yeah. Mm. yeah when he's like, be. we're going to do this, we're going to destroy all you people. And he could be talking to the people who he overthrew to take over Deep Ground. This is, like, an old manifest. It could be. It could be. I mean, that's, that's like, headcanon shit. I'm, like, making that up, right? But like, I, I believe that. Yeah, but it's feasible. Because he's dead. He's dead he's as dead. shit, dude. He's super dead. Um, but, yeah, Nero says, soon my brother will awaken... It seems like an eternity since I was granted the knowledge of rebirth. And then they're like, granted by who? Yeah, the the stage, I guess the entire like reactor starts shaking and throbbing with uh, Mako juice. Love it when the balls throb. About to burst. <laughs> it starts busting. <laughs> they, they notice what's happening. Ome- the spirit of Omega begins to take over Vice and both Vincent and Yuffie like aim their weapons at Vice's body, right? And Nero's like, no, stop. And he and he shoots his like noiding, <laughs> his noiding void at Yuffie and hits her with it. And she's dragged into that black void, right? With no protection. With no protection. And I and I wrote in my notes, evil sperm. <laughs> because Yeah, there's these three little like black little black tendrily things. They are they they look her. like sperms. Mm. Exactly. Like, like I was just like, well. She's about to be darkness fertilized. I don't know. This is fucked up. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. But uh, Vincent, of course, jumps in and pulls her out again. Because right. as an addendum to last episode, when we were kind of debating like what this darkness is. Like I looked in the wiki and it says Nero's power is to manipulate and conjure darkness. Uh, we supposedly saw Nero try to trap Vincent. Nero's presence is the only time we ever see these like dark puddle things, these voids. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like a thing set up to him. But Shulk reminds him that, like, like Bane, like, he may be using the darkness, but you were formed by it. Like <laughs> yeah. Well, so v- Vincent is able to be his darkness is stronger than Nero's yeah. at this time. So he can able to just kind of dip through it. No problem. Yeah. After Yuffie says that Vincent then comes out and just says, hey, Nero, want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Uh, Hojo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, the answer is Hojo. <laughs> Hojo has jokerified a... this entire goddamn world. <laughs> they actually ask him. They're like, they're like, what was that? And he says, Oblivion, perhaps. My darkness. It can absorb as well as extract almost anything. However, some things remain. Things as black as the heart of a daemon. Yeah, he holds up a or he holds up a black thing, like almost as if he extracted like some yeah uh, kind of sadness and like trauma from Yuffie. Maybe yeah. It's it's very like uh, I kind of attribute like speaking of uh, Batman, it feels very much like uh, he's Scarecrow. It's very um, yeah, I can see that like the 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 spooky gas or whatever. It's yeah, called. yeah, like, but like I'm curious if this is like 
because this is hinting at maybe like Yuffie has some trauma. Like I'm not sure if this if this is supposed to be referring to the like Wu Tai War or something. Maybe that. She... Yeah, it could be. He says a great line. Ah, the essence of death. Its ululations are like a lullaby. I heard that. I was like, that's a fucking Curtis word right there. Ululations, choice. Ululations. He says it real nicely. Too. He does. He, says he does. He's talking about good. undulations as well. But uh, I do wonder if this is this line is kind of retconned a little bit for intermission because there is like Yuffie spoiler like loses someone very close to her at the hands of Nero. Oh, okay, okay. In, oh, okay. In, in intermission, which takes place before the plate drops. I'm oh, sure. okay. But either way, I was like curious if this line or this interaction is maybe why they like brought Nero into intermission. I, I'm I'm rewatching the cutscene. And when Vincent goes to save Yuffie, it's fucking hilarious because he's not really moving all of that much. It's not. He's doing a Batman jump. It's not like a T pose. Like his cape is fluttering and that's really cool. But he's very like, very, just, like, pose, yeah. very still. Like it just looks like he's like T posing. He's and, just like, being like motion tweened toward. Yeah, like, like literally just being dragged closer to Yuffie. It's, it's very funny. <laughs> and Nero again forgets, like, oh right, yeah, yeah, darkness doesn't work on you. Yeah, and so he He's he, like, shit, that's kind of my only thing. So so Vincent and Nero kind of square up and he transports us to the fucking planet at the end of Half-Life One. Zen, I think it was called. Yeah. Yeah. So we get we get teleported to Zen to fight Nero. And I thought this was a fucking ball and ass boss fight. I was like, oh shit, it's popping off. More scarecrow ass like Nightmare Zone. The Nightmare Zone, totally. This is the Arachnero fight. Yo, he turns into oh, yeah, a mechanical into spider. A... It's tight as fuck. Yeah, it's the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. But yeah, we're like we're like floating in a like fart colored void. And we're on like these like It feels very much like the same stage that we fought Jekt. I was gonna say, yeah, it does. Burr, 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 burr. It does, it does. Because there's like big swords and shit stuck in the ground. A flaming core below yeah, us or something yeah. like that. And there's giant like obelisks and stuff around us and chains. We're fighting it's a very... giant fucking spider. It's cool. This fight could definitely use some like butt metal. <laughs> yeah, it definitely does. Oh, yeah. just wait till next week, dear listener. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool as hell. Uh, so when the when the battle starts... Uh, Arachnero is kind of like lodged in this ceiling boulder and he's uh, protected by a shield and he sends out these little um, beam crystals beam crystals yeah and we have to shoot them down that's kind of our first set of targets is them they're chasing you you can kind of bait them and then I think if you shoot them uh, all his shield drops, right? Yeah. Is that how yeah, that works? Yeah. Now, I'm going to be entirely honest with you. I did not get hit this whole battle, so I don't know <laughs> what any of these attacks do. <laughs> I, I was getting hit by uh, some of the beams here and there. They pretty much just knock you down. It's like getting hit by a rocket. Okay. Um, he throws fireballs, too, sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is a weird fight because I didn't really understand it until like it was like... I pretty don't much know if over. I ever understood it. I just kind of fired at the beam guys until... It worked. Like, you yeah, couldn't so, hurt Nero until you can. Yeah, I'm watching. I, I don't know if that's just on a cycle um, where the shield will eventually go down, but, like, those beam guys, you can take them down, um, and they will typically have... They'll almost look like the fucking rupee that encases Princess Zelda yeah, in yeah, the Macarena yeah. of Time. Like, they get encased in one of those, so you can't shoot them when they're doing that, and I think that also might be powering the shield, because I think those all go down when... 
the shield goes down, but I, I think so. I'm pretty sure I was also able to kind of hit his like legs because yeah. the uh, the shield isn't just fully encapsulating him. It's kind of just the bottom half. But right, after right. a while, for w however it happens, the shield will like shatter and then you can get a couple hits in. After destroying the first batch of orbs, Vincent will have a chance to target the very top of Arachnero. I'm not sure if he's talking about the our top or his top. The bottom, yeah. Yeah. Where he's connected to the giant rock in the sky. Oh yeah, so there's legs. Continue fire at him while dodging fireballs. If you work quickly, you can shatter the protective shield and actually inflict some damage. Yeah. Okay. So I think the shield actually can take some hits and then it shatters. I was wondering about that too, because sometimes it felt like when I was shooting the shield, it it would just shatter on its own and then come back. But it, it, okay. it, I didn't really get what was going on. Like it's not really projected particularly well. The crystal beams are just kind of a distraction. And so if you take care of them, then you can focus on Iraq and Euro. Okay. Interesting. Um, but once he's down to half health, he will just fall into the uh, the fiery abyss below. And to the goo. He reemerges like a big crybaby. Yeah, and he's actually on your um, your level now, and he's kind of like marching around trying to attack you. Now we're fighting Gorgonero. Yeah, yeah, Gorgonero. But like he uh, he doesn't he either doesn't have a lot of defense or a lot of HP because like. As I just started shooting him with the Cerberus, man, it like it was just taking his health down. Yeah, this stage fast. you're kind of stuck on like a floating step that surrounded the big giant boulder in the middle of the stage. Yeah, and you're kind of stuck there, and he's kind of teleporting around between different areas, and you have to kind of pick him off. Sometimes he'll get the sneak on you and just teleport right next to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then he'll do he'll do that like spin attack when he's on the same platform as you. So pretty much I think the, the strategy for this fight is to just kind of look around the arena, find the places where basically spawn camp him like you're playing Goldeneye. Wait, are we, we're talking about the spider version still? No. Oh, okay, we're, we're on to the next. Yeah. yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, because after he gets to half health, the spider version will fall and he'll start his next Oh, phase. the uh, the spider guy, he actually appeared on the the step that I was on and I had to fight him there too. Weird. For really? me, I got to I got to skip that yeah, whole part. Okay. I guess I I did not know that was a phase. Yeah, I just fucking ran through them that way. Yeah, I I don't think that happened to me. Either. I believe so. I gotta watch my old playthrough. I mean, maybe I'm crazy. This game's starting to make me feel like the Joker. I, I gotta fucking open up YouTube real quick. Hold on. Maybe I'm crazy. I'm probably crazy. Yeah, never mind. Don't listen to me. <laughs> Curtis out here inventing new uh new tech in the game. I guess I am. All, all our credibility out the window. <laughs> I've ruined the podcast. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows we have zero credibility. <laughs> I'll make it sound. I'll make you sound real smart in post. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's been two weeks since I've done. <laughs> I, I did not. I did not feel particularly smart when I was doing this phase of it. I just did not get what I was supposed to do for way too long. What, shooting Gorgonero? Yeah. Like, every time he, like, phased in and then, like, started shooting me, by the time I could, like, aim on him and do some damage, he was, like, already phasing out, which is, like, that's the whole fight. But I kept thinking, like, I'm doing something wrong. And then I finally just did that enough times so that I was like, oh, no, I guess I just, that's it. I think this, like, maybe is supposed to be an exercise of manu manual aiming. Where, like, if you have the sniper out and you can kind of figure out where he's going to spawn because you'll see a little black void first. Yeah. Yeah. You're supposed yeah. to kind of get get the get the sniper out ready. Yeah, because, like, if you, do, if you do some damage to him, I don't know if there's a, a certain threshold for it, but he won't attack you, I'm pretty sure. Like, if yeah, you if shoot you, him If you first, hit him before he shoots you, yeah, he'll just void to the next place. You can kind of move cancel him, yeah. Yeah. And I got lucky because, like, or maybe I didn't get lucky. Maybe it always happens this way. But he appeared pretty much right next to me for the first time. 
And so I was just like, oh shit. And so I was just like unloading the gun, you know what I mean? And yeah. like shot him, he disappeared. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I, I see what's happening. And so I was able it's to just like. It's basically just a, a whiz robe fight from uh, <laughs> Zelda. It'd be very funny if he was like skipping around like the ones in uh, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just skating around. Prancing. God, they were cool in that game. Yeah, this is another fight that the um, Limit Breaker does not work particularly well in. Yeah, I'd imagine, I was yeah. just kind of spamming fireballs, but, like, yeah, I wasn't really hitting him all that often. Because, like, by the time the, the fireball could track on him, even if mm. it was, like, already in motion, like, it would it, he would get a couple shots on me, and then it would hit him, and he would disappear, and it did, like, very little damage. Yeah. But, yeah, not a whole lot. In my notes, I only have a couple notes for this boss fight and area but i did write down when he first teleports you fuck yeah we're going to the zone <laughs> <laughs> the zone so i feel like that's the most important thing about this boss fight this is a really cool fucking zone cool zone but we're back in the uh hallway yep where we uh where we met up with uh yuffie and we actually left her there and uh nero just wimpily waddles off back to the throne room yeah yeah Whining Weiss. Wife? Vice? <laughs> wife. <laughs> my Weiss. My Weiss. Don't email my Vice. My Weiss. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, um. That's about it. We can check on Yuffie and she just says sorry about that. And we can restock. Yeah, that's all she says. She says sorry about that, which is animated and it has like a cinematic camera to it and stuff and is sandwiched between two black loading screens so you go to check on yuffie you wait five to ten seconds she says sorry about that you wait five to ten more seconds and then you're back <laughs> where you were and then you i think when you talk to her after that she just says it there i'm like yeah there's no reason for that, that like, uh, like it's like come on guys yeah, since we're getting ready to go fight the big cheese himself, maybe it is uh, best that we take a little break, see? Yeah, sounds good. I think that sounds good. But there's also a shop here that we can uh, we can hit up, get some cinnamon buns. Yeah, let's, some, uh, let's hit that shop up and get a... Some Cheez-Its, the, the Cheddar Jack Cheez-Its. <laughs> and I will see you guys after I've snacked up. Hell yeah. See you on the other side. All right, so I just want to tell you guys, both of you, that my love affair with Dirge of Cerberus is over at exactly this point. Yeah, that is pretty much the Ralph Wiggum moment of uh, my heart exploding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you pause can go, the uh, video. You can go frame like, by frame uh, and see exactly where I go. I go like, ah, oh, this fucking game. <laughs> I guess I guess the Ralph Wiggum uh, analogy is a little too dramatic. I, it would be more like Homer Simpson's brain leaving when Ned Flanders is talking about cider. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's yeah. fucking like collapse on the ground because I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Well, to be honest, like I didn't like this stage as much as the previous one anyway. But yeah, starting here, I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It uh this this game goes some places and uh it kind of goes some place it goes some places in like in the worst possible direction not incredibly like convincing or hooking ways no I it's guess. basically like remember this bad guy well guess what baby guess what baby everyone loved having Hojo as the main antagonist and also like like look if Final Fantasy games are at their core made up bullshit sci-fi right like that's and what they are right hell, yeah even the first one is about time travel so like 
yes they are fantasy but they're all a bunch of stupid sci-fi bullshit right and like for sci-fi to be good it needs like some kind of like hook of believability i guess you know and i feel like all believability and like credibility for the story is just like like diarrhea shat right out the window with the scene yeah i'm just like shut the fuck up stop let's, it <laughs> let's let's fucking get into it let's uh... all right let's do it so as vincent is walking through those doors it starts blasting start blasting um or blinded by the light and as we walk through we realize we're too late vice is alive vice is alive he's back and he's better than ever he's a chonky man too he's a he's a he's, he's built. A, i like him he's very um i guess is comparing to sephiroth who's like very kind of stoic and very reserved slight. And, and very like focused and has kind of a, th- this guy he's very much like he's very buff and kind of jokery where he's just constantly laughing and he just but yeah. he's also Ugh. like He's like a muscular Joker. I don't know what to say. He has like it, it is interesting because like Sephiroth muscular is kind of a Joker, a quiet like Sephiroth is kind of a quiet stoic villain, and like Vice is kind of this more like big bully. You know he's what I mean? Bombastic big, jock. Yeah, he's yeah. much more jockey. Yeah. Yeah, he would be giving Sephiroth some like noogies, you know, and yeah, him, oh, right, right. Qu- quit hitting yourself, quit hitting yourself. Sephiroth is kind of a nerd, yeah, yeah. In comparison. Yeah, he's a big nerd. He fucking locked himself in a basement and read books for like an entire summer. What kind of? He just wants to hang out <laughs> with his mom. Like, Vice yeah. isn't gonna, yeah, Vice isn't gonna do that shit. He's all about brother, his his brothers and shit, you know. Vice is like, fuck that shit. I'm gonna just do some bench presses. <laughs> <laughs> me yeah. and my bro we're gonna take the planet and go somewhere else yeah he's got energy of the the one guy in that season of uh stranger things i forgot I never saw the him. one who's mean to steve <laughs> poor steve poor steve anyway hey steve um so well i mean vice is uh about his bros except for in this scene apparently because um vice has returned he's alive again and Nero is like, Vice, my beloved brother, it's time. Together at last, I won't leave you again. Never. And then Vice just like looks at him and just fucking impales him with his right hand. He does like a set of like just a karate chop like hand and just j- jabs it directly forward into. They do this in like Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, shit, it's very, oh, yeah, Dragon Ball sure. Z very, yeah. very much so. Um, yeah, and Vice is just like, what? <laughs> or not Vice, Nero. He's like completely taken aback he like can't believe it and vice just says i'm finished with you and he throws him across the room and it's, i was like it's Damn. exactly exactly like this the scene in toy story 2 i think <laughs> when andy just goes i don't want to play with you playing with you and yeah drops woody <laughs> which ties into kingdom hearts which That's the right, fourth right. one's coming this time probably with Star Wars. Maybe Nero's in that one. So Vice gets his own Buzz Lightyear and throws his uh, <laughs> throws his Woody away. <laughs> um, yeah, so he throws him away. Um, v- Vincent does what he does best and just says nothing and starts firing his gun. Goddamn because, fucking right, dude. <laughs> yeah, goddamn fucking right. This, if I saw it just went down, I would probably do the exact yeah, same thing. Yeah, no, he, he made the right call. <laughs> the story of this whole scene is kind of weird but like i do like how it's shot because like as it's shooting we're basically we see first person view of vincent as vice is just leaping through the air and just kind of just just like deflecting all these bullets with like with relative ease He's yeah like, yeah i'm gonna say this real quick i his do laugh think- is also really good i i do enjoy his ganondorf laugh speaking of the way that this is filmed i filmed i guess whatever you know speaking of the way that this is done um, shot on location yeah, yeah the way the way that it's shot i suppose shot um, right in front of a live studio audience <laughs> i 
it is it is really good that's the thing is like it, it does look really good and i feel like this whole game has been shot very well but i want you to imagine real quick okay just like in your head pretend that this is shot the same way as the firefly scenes in ff10 when we get when we finally get to xanarkand and like the camera's like zooming in and out and it's like rocking back and forth <laughs> and doing that thing and i'm like i can see it in my head what it would look like and i'm like god i'm glad they got away from that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so good job good job square <laughs> improved uh yeah but weiss just starts explaining that uh vincent's weapons cocky. yeah very cocky very real jock energy your weapons are useless my body is one with omega just as yours is with chaos the difference being, I make this look good. <laughs> uh, chaos is nothing more than a pawn, whereas Omega is the ultimate weapon that will lead this planet's soul to the stars. There's nothing that can destroy me, nothing. And then he laughs again, that, that lovely laugh that we all know and love by now. And then there's like a slight pause, and he says, Vincent Valentine, so we meet again. His cadence throughout this whole thing has always been really strange. He always seems kind of disconnected with every word he says. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Yo, Keanu Reeves as Vice. Let's go. <laughs> but yeah, especially now when he says, like, and so we meet again. Like, he doesn't have the same speech patterns that he yeah. did before. It, it has changed a little bit. And Vincent's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, oh. Also notice he has, he has these fucking awesome katana shotguns. Dude, they're he so fucking cool. He has two katana shotguns. They're, they're so sick. Cool. They're sick they are as like, fuck. They're like the, the polar opposite of a gun blade from FF8, but like yeah. just as fucking cool. So, we'll, we'll get to those. <laughs> <laughs> still in the dark. Three years ago, while I was still running about looking for Sephiroth, I took it upon myself to distribute my data, my mind, my knowledge, my inner being across the worldwide network. And this is exactly where my eyes glazed over. Yeah, and I started making I the, like, the masturbation hand sign. I was just like, I, fuck off. This is where, like, at first I was, like, taken aback by Nero ki killing, or uh, Weiss killing Nero. Nero. And I was just like, oh, how do we let the player know that this evil character is evil? We'll have him immediately kill his brother because he no longer right, needs him. Right. But that scene actually kind of makes sense because of this dumb as fuck plot point right here yeah, about yeah. his data across the worldwide network. And Weiss goes on and says, and even though my body has died and the world has been left in ruin, I survive in a virtual <laughs> reality. It's metaverse. When the network was restored, the the scattered data regrouped and I was reborn. A the blockchain was restored. <laughs> <laughs> a Neo reunion, you could say. And Vincent says, you. Yeah, Vincent gets it. He understands who it is now. Mm. And there's a laugh. And much like we hear Lucretia over Shulk's voice, we now hear a familiar maniacal laugh over yeah. Vice's voice. Yeah, and we is Hojo. That's right, boy. It's me. It's <laughs> me, Hojo. Hojo. Yeah, he actually says Hojo, <laughs> and like. <laughs> but like, okay. So the, the the reason why this is where it like loses me a little bit is I was just like, like, there's a point where I'm like, I get it. Like they need to add like a personal element to the. No, big I get bag. that. I, I have it's no like, problem. Just how it was how it was revealed. Yeah, of, like, exactly. Why couldn't Hojo just be like the puppet master and like, oh, he let us loose? Yeah. But no, Look, Hojo is piloting I, Vice. Well, I yeah. have no problem that Hojo has like a different form or whatever because like when we fought him earlier, like in FF7, right? Like yeah, he was like a weird like experimental. Yeah, he was the 
the weird fucked up mutant guy. Yeah, he and, and he was like he was transforming into weird fucking, perfect cell or Frieza weird yeah. ass like so like Joe. no problem with that. I think the thing where I was just like, what the fuck? He was like, yo, you know the internet? I've been on the internet the whole <laughs> I time. I have been logged on for the past three years. <laughs> I cannot be stopped. My power is maximum. <laughs> <laughs> Hojo has not been able to touch grass. <laughs> yeah, you need I, I, I don't know. I like. He's like, I uploaded my brain. By the way, that's a thing that you can do. And then, and then also, this is implying that the reason he disappeared in that first cutscene is because he downloaded himself into the internet. Yeah, he jacked in. I, dude. Yeah, I guess so. He, he was he, he was hunched on. over the the console. He jacked in, and then he was he was you know safe. He fucking. Je- he Jeff Bridges himself into Tron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little machine, like bit by bit, just like downloaded him into the cyber verse or whatever. So. God, my. I was really hoping it was like deep ground, like with like big boss. We're gonna carry his body off and do something else with it. Yeah, or something. Yeah. I think I was just able to figure out a good way for me to articulate why this doesn't work for me. Like Curtis said, like, um, no problem with Hojo coming back because you know it's we're, it, it's essentially a sequel. He's, you know, it's a spinoff game. There's gonna be. He is the reason for all of like Vincent's. He's like, the pain he's the, the actual bad guy of Final Fantasy VII, like undisputed. Like I think we talked about that. In that season like sure i i get that i this kind of this moment here sort of feels like when dc was trying to compete with marvel where marvel had like several years worth of like very expensive movies to build up an extended universe and then with this it's like oh yeah we want to bring hojo back but we also need to introduce this cool new villain and this cool like they literally introduced deep ground in this game and they're like it's this thing and it makes sense in this world that it was secret to everyone and there's this guy who's like at the top of it and he took control of it and his name's Weiss and he has this connection to you know like it's all the same fucked up Genova stuff and chaos and and Omega and, and then they're just like Oh yeah, but by the way, no, like Hojo also is a part of this bad guy that we introduce and stuff. It's like it's throwing too much shit together at once, which mm, I, it's, I, I guess I was just like so excited and ready for Vice to be this cool like big bad, and then it was just like, oh no, we're gonna sprinkle Hojo in a little bit as well for like no reason. It's like sometimes dead is better. Like I get that you have to. I think they were like trying to do like you know that they're trying to like pull a, a Sephiroth thing where like. Cloud and Sephiroth have like a bond, like and a Hojo and they have a complicated history. That, that's the thing is like I don't yeah, mind, like the, and that the fact like the twist, like oh, this like there's an emotional through line here that we didn't know about or whatever. Yeah, and they're trying to like make that same impact here, and it's a, it's a little it's a little messy. Yeah, it's yeah. a little clunky. Anyway. Um, while while all of this, this story this is a long monologue. While all this exposition and this monologue from Hojo is happening, he's also like flashing in front of Vice. Yeah, the aesthetics are kind of cool. It's a very like his little hologram is bouncing around. Yeah, yeah. glitching out. Um, the gist of like his monologue is like talking about you know uploading his uh, brain to the the network, and somehow like basically through Lucretia and I think seeing Vincent transform into chaos, I think it's referring to like maybe the first Final Fantasy VII game. Yeah. However, three years ago, when you transformed into chaos right before my eyes, I must say I was shocked. Who would have thought her theory was actually valid? And uh, so he began like seeking out Omega, since if chaos exists in this theorem, then Omega must also exist. 
he what basically just wants to like find and uh, become and channel Omega for himself. Right. Yeah. Right. But he he wasn't able to channel Omega because his body isn't strong enough. He's too wimpy. So he injected himself with Genova cells and it didn't work out. And he says the cells might try it. I failed to consider the cells might try to take over my mind and eat away my soul. <laughs> and then I also made the wanky hand. Like, I was like, all right. As we all know, the soul is definitely stored within the mind. <laughs> That's right. And he says, as a safety measure, I came up with a brilliant plan to transmit my neuro data across the worldwide network. And I made the, the masturbation hand signal <laughs> yeah. even harder. Like, okay. <laughs> wankery, wankery, wankery. However, after completing this, I realized I still required a durable body. And that's when I remembered Deep Ground. And I'm like, you just remembered him just now? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that shit. Oh, like, yeah. It, it makes sense that Hojo would know about Deep Ground. That's all well and good. But just this this main, like, the pillar that this whole thing stands on, it's like, I'm like, why the fuck did you even bother? Like, it's like very I was just weird. Saying, if he was just the puppet master and, like, you find out about this through, like, a, a record that Hojo left where his experiment failed or something, I'd be all for it. But instead, it's he's just like, eh, I am the jock now. <laughs> <laughs> I will say his voice does not make it any stronger. Any better, I think. yeah. Maybe if I listened to it in Japanese, it would have been a little better. Yeah. And then he does say something like, okay, so he, so he says he like, oh, yeah, I've... Uh, I enlisted Nero as a helper because Nero had like such an attachment to his brother that when I took over his brother, he would do anything that I asked him to do. So he's kind of been like my guy running around doing stuff. Um, and then he says, And thus with a new body, I began my final experiment. If the chaos within you was born of a tainted life stream, then the almighty Omega would be born of a pure one. Has that been discussed anywhere is that they talk about they, being from darkness like i don't know darkness quote tainted live stream what taints a live darkness stream? of terra corrupt or whatever so like i guess because the other thing that i think we kind of glanced over a little bit is how much he's saying like he thought lucrezia's thesis was complete bullshit yeah but, we walked you her her brilliance again kind of in a in the same way that he did with Gast her brilliance was what led him to do the most like fucked up experiments to make it across the finish line and be successful in that yeah yeah we already said that I think, yeah yeah but yeah so I guess in the thesis the Terra corrupt and stuff it's like that's where that comes from of the uh, yeah. live stream and tainted with Genova cells right is that, is that what he means by I think that's what he means. Like, I, I'm not sure if they mean like any sort of tainting this, but I don't know. I don't know where they're like. I mean, what he sure. Means usually, I would when, think when not. bad guys are talking about what's pure and what's not, you know, it's it's that's a good. good. I I the thing is, I would think not because we, you know, Genova's not a part of the planet, right? Like, it's an alien, and so yeah. like, why would the planet have a thing where it can only create it if Genova taints the life? Stream. Yeah, I feel like before we do our, our big wrap up and everything, I definitely want to get like an info dump, like three hour YouTube video or something. Yeah, explaining yeah. this fucking bullshit to me. So right, I better right. understand it because the way that it is presented in just the base game is extremely clunky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm trying to remember what the Omega reports were saying. I think it was, they were coming up with some theories. Actually, let me look at that. Dude, you know what? I, I could, you know what? I could. Uh, and I know that like, obviously hindsight is 2020 and I'm armchair game developing here but you know like i did not put in the work to make this 
and I'm sure that writing is actually very hard. However, I'm still going to go ahead and be a little asshole about it and be like, oh, yeah, all right, absolutely. watch this. I'm going to improve this scene immensely, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> you walk up on Vice. He does his little jump out, and then he goes, ha, it's actually me, Hojo, and then you fight him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was another mimic. <laughs> Hojo invented the mimic technology in this world. What a monster. Um, yeah, they downloaded four deep ground soldiers Nero, into the Nero network of a vending machine. <laughs> I will say one thing also that we haven't been like saying the whole time, because like this, this monologue is very long. We're very much paraphrasing. But I'm just like scrolling and scrolling yeah. and scrolling and scrolling. But yeah. after he like says things he'll be like ha ha it was the smartest thing of all time or ho ho I was I'm genius. Pure, genius. pure genius pure yeah. genius <laughs> after he says that last part he's like ha ha pure genius <laughs> anyway he does say though the reason for all the kidnapping at the beginning was he was looking for uh, people who were uncontaminated with like the bad Mako or bad yeah, life to, stream. To get a stream of, of refined it's Mako. It's literally nothing tainted by Genova and uh, the Geostigma I think I, was, I get it, yeah. In, in the lore is like so anything that anyone who has never been touched by Genova, so people whose life is purely of Earth and not of like other yeah, worlds, yeah. And so we need to create like a live stream that is like completely uh, pure, unfiltered, undistilled. <laughs> <laughs> that real, uh, that real strong stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he puts it in his like carbonator. <laughs> Yeah, and what do they got? Soda on, stream. He has a soda stream. This is uncut gems, baby. <laughs> he um he he goes on to just kind of say like you know only a scientist of his caliber is worthy to become one with Omega and leave this planet for the stars. So he's gonna be becoming Omega and go to the stars and start his new life. You know with do, real do, real culty do, shit. Do, do, do. And Vincent says what we're all thinking, which is Hojo, I've heard enough. And he just like yeah. points his gun in his face. Yeah, and then thus begins a um. They just do a cool little like face off like mini fight, and they're like quite none of them can quite land a hit on each other. Yeah, it's very Dragon Ball Z. It's very cool. Vice pulls his swords out and is like cutting bullets out of the air. Was that Resident Evil where there's like that gunfight where they're constantly just keep missing and just running around each other and just like oh it like it's like oh, the most yeah is that six? I, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They're just rolling on the ground and constantly just missing each other and just with a gun like there's almost no. It's just the silliest like. It's not quite that silly. I know what you're talking about, yeah. Vincent is bested, and Vice begins to, like, turn around and go absorb more of his non-GMO Mako. <laughs> <laughs> and Vincent's like, no, no, no. I'm not done with you. And then we start a boss fight. And uh, how do you all do? Um, I did well, quote-unquote, because I kind of found, like, a way to keep Vice from hitting me. Which was just like constantly strafing all the time and kind of like like never aiming and just like if he's in the sights pull the trigger. But I never did any damage, and so like for several minutes I just ran around being like, "What the fuck? What am I supposed to do?" And eventually I just gave up and I was like, "I guess I'll just stand here and die because I don't know what to do. I'll look it up online." And you're supposed to die, so I was like, "Oh, okay." I did well in that I got immediately owned. Like I was trying to do the fight and everything, Speed run, and I right, just right, right. like. Yeah, I did the speedrun strats because he was just <laughs> shooting me through pillars that I was trying to hide behind, and I had forgotten to pop a, a phoenix down, so I was just like, oh, well, I guess that's... Thankfully, I found out, actually, if you do have a phoenix down, it doesn't waste it. Oh, nice. Oh, good. Nice. It's, it's a scripted death. Everyone's favorite thing in a video game. It would be really sucky if it, if it wasted that phoenix down and... It had to wait until you used it up. Yeah, you just keep using Phoenix Downs until you uh, exhaust your supply. 
I do like that before we do that little mini boss fight, Hojo says, I'm very well, I wanted to test out this body before I began my journey anyway. And then you do the fight, and then when he beats you, he goes, well, that wasn't much of a test. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty sick, so after that, as Vice is standing there, Vincent just kind of stands up and he's like glowing and he's about to transform into Omega. Or not Omega, uh, into Chaos, mm-hmm. which like Vice is like, oh, Chaos. And then he like dashes forward to attack him, and Vice just immediately, like, just with one hand, smacks, smacks him. him out of the way. And it's like, yeah. so, it's, yeah, it's and he goes, so good. You already tried that, Vincent. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Like, that's actually, I, I like some of that stuff. Like, yeah, that was pretty good. Like, like even like. A lot of the animation of Vice, his like whole. The way he carries, even though like the character is kind of whatever, I feel like the way he carries himself is very fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. And just like oh, yeah. he just beating the shit out of uh, Vincent. I went more Weiss, less Ho- Ho- Hojo. <laughs> yeah. He's cool. He's a big jock, and like the whole time, this whole game, we've been seeing Vincent just completely own everything with with relative ease. Yeah, mm-hmm. and this just see him get slapped around is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he tries turning in, or chaos starts kind of uh, emerging in Shulk elsewhere. In her little senses pod. something is wrong like oh no yeah uh she calls out and we get another kind of interruption from like lucretia right kind of lucretia shulk yeah 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 vincent you cannot defeat this enemy by simply trying to overpower him take control don't let chaos rule you you must rule chaos you can do it <laughs> um, I also like that she calls him Vincent and not Vincent Valentine, but I guess it makes oh, sense true. because she's speaking as L- Lucrezia. Oh yeah, yeah. So we see like through exposition, Hojo Hojo Vice says, utilizing the proto material to draw forth chaos while maintaining your human form. Yeah, <laughs> it's very. That's a- I feel like that probably sounded better in Japanese than it does <laughs> in English. The question that is just exposition is always very funny <laughs> to me. <laughs> He stole my chainsaw, and now Bloody. he's using it on me! <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, interesting, let's see what you're capable of. And he goes and tries to hit him with his swords, right? But Vincent's, like, very, very uh, nimbly dodging all of his sword slashes, very and Neo. is just, like, unbothered. Um, I love the quick shot of, um, because there's, like, rubble kind of being thrown up in front of Vice, flicking, like, different debris. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, like, flicks really the debris cool. away. Yeah, it's cool. It's a, it's a cool, weird little detail, like, things around them kind of slow down yeah or gravity kind of shifts extremely dragon ball z very yeah and thus begins a second uh swing at vice well yeah he has a couple have... more lines there whatever where he's yeah where he's like even with the power of chaos you won't be able to stop me or stop omega and then vincent does his i said i've heard enough <laughs> and he, it's time to end this right here and right now <laughs> and like then we get into our battles vincent screams cool chaos control chaos control <laughs> And Hojo, again, like, yeah, just you a significant fool. Just, like, both Vice and Hojo, either or. Yeah. Just, like, they don't like being shut down. This is very, like, <laughs> this is very strange as a paradise. You shut the fuck up. I'm, I don't give a shit. I just want to kill you. <laughs> um. So this 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 is the actual boss fight against Vice and the boss of the chapter now, right? Vice empowered. Vice empowered. And um, the room is greener before, now. Before it was Vice the Immaculate. I don't know That's if correct. you mm-hmm. mentioned that, but... So he's less immaculate now. <laughs> he's got Hojo in him. Yeah. So I didn't think this boss was like crazy difficult, but there were like a couple attacks that I just did not learn how to dodge. And so I was just like, well, I guess I got to kill him before he does that attack too many times because I don't know what to do. I- From what I see, like the there's these like uh, Mako pods around. You can kind of use that to block attacks from him. 
See if I was doing that for his uh, when he was like kind of on our level, but occasionally he jumps back into his throne and does a move, and I I don't think oh, they right. oh, yeah. block that. No, I think you just have to run that. It's very. I noticed that there's a lot of these uh, moves are very similar, like Rosso and Shulk kind of combined. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, like when he's actually on the ground. It's the, it's the Mega Man fight of all the bosses combined. <laughs> His throne uh, like magic blast is very similar to like her, I think, boomerang. Yeah, move, yeah, it is. Where it's kind of trying to chase you and follow you in arc. So if you like are close enough to him, maybe you can kind of outrun it or dodge it. Um, and also, he does the little skate thing that Shulk did when we first fought her. Yeah, his his, his move set is very similar to uh, the False King Alant in Demon Souls, in that he can just like from across the fucking room just dash at you and slash you and do a shit ton of damage, or shoot sword beams at you. Um, I game uh, I, I got a game over at first. I think at this right. point my resources were pretty low, and. When I was fighting him again, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I have zero pride. I'm just going to go to this vending machine that's here and, and stock up on some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, He's not uh, the easiest. He's not like too bad, but um, but he is very fast and he can teleport too. So um, sometimes he'll like appear right beside you and do like a combo. And if you get caught in that combo, it can do a lot of damage, especially yeah. if you get caught from the beginning of it. Um, yeah. And he, of course, has a sword and guns. It's cool. Yeah, yeah very, yeah. very cool. The ground shockwave, like Rosso, that's just fucking three hundred ninety damage. That's a lot. The shockwave's really fast too. And if you're like, if you're moving around and jumping and shooting, it's kind of possible, or at least it felt like it, that I might be in the air, and then he'll do the shockwave, and I can't land and then jump again in time to dodge it. It like yeah. moves a lot faster than the other bosses' shockwaves. He's like an Elden um, Ring boss. They they timed all of his moves perfectly to know when players are going to be trying yeah. to dodge or jump. Right, to just right. be maximum fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, what is that? I gotta look up uh, that one move that he does. From the throne? From the throne, yeah. Is that the homing energy blasts, maybe? It might be. Because uh, whenever he did it, I always like... I could, I could never quite dodge it. I'd always get like close to it, but... I couldn't actually handle it. I think it was the uh, the Jack Shot Mark Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank <All> you, Alex. <laughs> like I'm sorry. Tiny yeah. laugh. <laughs> Let's see. Move to one side of the area as soon as he leaps to the central area and hold your fire. He can't be harmed at this time. As soon as the four energy blasts appear, start running to the side and double jump back to the di in direction where you were standing to dodge the oh, shots. Oh, interesting. Okay. It's weird, but you can't double jump in the Japanese version, so <laughs> so you're just fucked. Sorry, friends. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's his like four magic, sh uh, four magic balls that he shoots out. The very Rosso <laughs> kind of uh, attack. It's very funny. Like I was just thinking, like I turned, like we got an email from like Manscaped for as a sponsorship. Like, no, we're we're above like talking about balls and body. Hair. <laughs> we're against shilling for your company, but we, we knew that for fun, not for pubes. profit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're soul pube talkers, not a uh, not corporate pube talkers. <laughs> Yeah, peel back a little bit of the curtain every time anyway anytime anybody's ever like offered us any like <laughs> like deals like that like oh have an ad on your podcast we're like no <laughs> fuck you <laughs> fuck you eat ass <laughs> we hate money if you're a band though yeah if you're a we'll band do it for free yeah, yeah we'll absolutely yeah. do it for free uh for the next two weeks i'm not gonna <laughs> dig our own grave that way oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's an expiration date on this coupon actually probably for only the next week right because i guess Next week is chapter 12. Yeah, we'll I see. I guess we have a, maybe a wrap-up episode. Yeah. And then we'll discuss what our next game's going to be. Oh, time to post your guesses. Ooh. Ooh.
Um, but yeah, after this fight. You know what's funny is that this is the final boss fight of the game with a conventional Vincent build-out, like with your guns and everything. And it's funny because I feel like there's not that much to say about it. Yeah, it's 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 fun. It's good. If you have enough resources, you can get through it pretty easily. Like obviously in the hard mode it'll be a lot more difficult because there yeah. won't be the vending machine. It's no Iraq Nero, let's put it that way. Did you have your ultimate weapon this time? No. No, I couldn't be bothered to go back and I, my heart yeah. was broken from last time. Yeah, couldn't I need to it. um I need to get that G report for next week, so I'll, I also need to get the gangster maybe report. Maybe I'll do that and get the ultimate weapon. Good. Good. I could sink another like three hours into this game. <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no more, no less. <laughs> so we overpower Vice somehow. I don't know how Omega makes his bullets stronger. Uh, they're full of it, life stream. Bullets are actually, they come from the strength of the muscle that is uh, pulling the trigger. Oh, so. yeah. That's right. It's only as hard as you pull the yeah, trigger. That's a, yeah, <laughs> that's why people with... This actually doesn't use gunpowder. It just yeah. uses like... Yeah, that's why they say guns don't kill people. People, people kill people because you have to actually like <laughs> forcibly push the trigger. Yeah, I I'm I'm watching my uh, my gameplay and after I finally killed fucking Weiss, he was like down, like his health bars down, and he's like just he kind of takes a knee, and I just started fucking unloading my clip and him reloading. <laughs> and get to, I was like, yeah, fuck you, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck you, Ojo. This is very Sonic Adventure Two, where the screen just flashes white when you've overcome them, but you can still just wail yeah, on them. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> Then your score comes up and Vincent says, gotta get out of here. <laughs> this certainly is the Sonic Adventure 2 of Final Fantasy. <laughs> the Shadow of the Hedgehog. Yeah, yeah, this is Shadow of the Hedgehog. We're playing the Dark Story. Uh, even though we've overpowered Vice, the twists don't end here, baby. The twists Let's never go. end. Um, I, I actually do like this twist. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, this twist is actually good because... Um, this is where I'm like, you're pulling me back in, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. This, I, no, I, I agree. I actually like this twist quite a lot. Um... Uh, Hojo as Vice is like, why is Omega's power failing? What's going on? And like, it kind of it's it's cool because like on one hand, like yeah, we did kind of take over Chaos, and maybe that's why we're being able to beat Vice. But before we couldn't do any damage at all to him, right? Like we couldn't do anything. So is there another reason why we're actually being able to like injure him now? And then we hear Nero be like Vice, and we're like, oh, yeah. Hojo says impossible. Get get out of me. Omega's host must be pure! Why do you think I had you create Mako untainted by Genova if a filthy being like you infected it? <gasps> Why do you think I slaughtered all those people and children? But we get a quick cutaway of like a flashback of what happened here. Oh, uh, I thought it was, okay, is it here? Okay. Yeah, it's like while this, this is happening. We see like Nero ascend from like a shadow kind of in front of Vice. Right, right. But he's like completely like blackened and his eyes are like glowing yeah nero has a he like possessed vice in some way yeah so we see a quick flashback of like when hojo as vice like gutted uh nero yeah nero somehow is able to like channel some of his like he sent out a little nort void <laughs> he was able to basically like kind of hitch a ride on vice yeah, yeah. somehow like just kind of lay dormant within him somehow and so it's cool because like some dark magic it's cool because like oh we like we've been able to I like this twist because it seems like we've been able to fight and defeat Vice because of his unknown handicap of having Nero inside of him. Yeah. Which is cool. Three's a crowd, you know? Yeah. I, I also like to like Nero for like, we've, we've fought him. It's like this podcast. <laughs> We're constantly overpowering each other. <laughs> I, I also constantly like Constantly holding each other back. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I do like the like like we fought Nero several times now and he's like, you know, the the biggest bad aside from Vice. But I do like that this feels semi-consistent with like he doesn't ever seem to have anything personal against Vincent. Like he doesn't like not like Vincent. He's just like I feel like he wants to be homies with Vincent. He almost wants know? to be homies, yeah. <laughs> like he's always He seemed to have a respect for him, you know, like he has like he has no morals where Vincent does, but he's just like, come on, like we're like the same. Like we should be we should be pals. Nero yeah. was never really like part of this fiat sound thing. I think he was kind of more of like He's just Weiss's like brother, kind yeah. of like proxy. Yeah, he was like, "No, I'm just here to like help my brother do his thing." When he says, uh, "When he says silence, I'm speaking with my brother," it reminded me. Oh, of this. that's such a good line! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, Hojo's Hojo's talking, and he's he's like kind of yelling at Nero and being like, oh, like "Oh, filthy being like you." And Nero yeah. just says, "Silence! I'm speaking with my brother." And I was he like, says Ugh. He says it very like softly, which is really nice. But it reminds yeah. me of this incredible TikTok. Of it's like the movie theater um, animation that would play where it's like you're on a uh, on a roller coaster, you know, like mm. before a movie shows and you see like the giant popcorn and stuff. But it's just some guy speaking over it the whole time, and he's just like, "Where am I? Why can't I move? Where is my brother?" <laughs> and, <laughs> like it stuck with me for so long, and then like eventually I went back to find it, and I found out that the fucking TikTok account that made it is the guy from Perfume Genius. <laughs> Which is wild. Is. They're, they're a band. I don't listen to them or anything, but they're a band. That, yeah, Perfume Genius is good. Yeah, yeah. they're they're a friend of the show, I guess. Uh, Matt Ryan of uh, the Calling All Creeps podcast. I know he was super into Perfume Genius, so okay, he's got okay. an am amazing taste in music. So I always I haven't listened to, to Perfume Genius, but I'm like, if Matt Ryan likes them, then they're fucking good. But yeah, that TikTok <laughs> is amazing. I'll send it to you guys. You can put <laughs> okay. it in the show notes because it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's so good. But but I do like I do like when a uh, Nero kind of like gives it to Hojo in that way where he's just like shut up I'm not talking to you <laughs> I'm talking to my yeah. brother and we hear Vice in Vice's voice say oh, Nero right like so like he's like regaining some consciousness yeah yeah like it's kind of the switch of power over like. Hojo is like, get the hell out of Vice, you're contaminating him, but like, Nero obviously is like, no dude, you're fucking, like, you're parasiting off of my brother. Yeah, yeah dude, right. like, we we go way back, dude, we just fucking met you. Like, fuck out of here. I'm curious, though, how much of, like, because Hojo mentioned, like, using Nero, like, but I'm, I'm curious how much of, like, this plan that Nero was conscious of. If it was like, Ho like oh, Hojo's gonna help me get my brother I'm back sure he, yeah, he probably didn't know all the shit with I mean, the first would, thing Hojo yeah. did when he finally had control was kill Nero. So I think he was definitely like, oh, like Hojo is the means that I can use to get my brother back. Oh, okay. Maybe. Because I, I was thinking like, oh, yeah, maybe. I, I was thinking that like Nero was probably oblivious to it. But I wonder. Yeah, yeah because he does say. Or, um, yeah, he does. He does say like, soon I will have the power to grant life again because, you know, somebody taught me to do that. And that's when like. Yeah. Oh, we talked about, yeah, three years since I was given the It's the all here on this USB stick. <laughs> it's all on the worldwide network. You can access it by going to twitter.com. I left Hojo on this blockchain and thankfully through uh, interest and whatever. I don't know if they fucking get interest in the blockchain, whatever. Who the like, fuck knows? I put him in a savings account for three years. They get they get no interest from any women. <laughs> Got him. Yowza. Yowza. Spicy. <laughs> Do I have air horns on? Me? <laughs> 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 I just love the FF10 victory music. Uh, I missed 10. <laughs>
I'll, I'll say it. I missed 10. Let's, we got to go back. <laughs> we got to go back. If only there was a sequel. If only there was a spinoff game yeah. for 10 involving guns. Just as good. That would that would be pretty nice to follow up a, a, a spinoff game with a gun. It would Anyway. Be. Remember that enemy in 7 that was just a gun? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It was just a revolver. It was just a big <laughs> revolver. That should have been the final boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be What's like more the dangerous most like, than a Vincent man with boss. a gun. Yeah. Just a man gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but either way, Nero like basically per- pushes Hojo out by becoming kind of the dominant force yeah, yeah. in Vice. Yeah, we got ourselves a good old-fashioned ghost fight, and the power of darkness, as always, wins out. God, um, ghost fight is a good band name. Yeah, that is a good band name. Let me be in it. All right, let's do it. A ghost. But Nero says, let us become one, let us come together, so that none may ever tear us apart. They hug and says, yes, let us go with him, says Vice. And... I, I, I like their, like... Like, they begin kind of merging, kind of fusioning, and, like, Hojo is, like push out and i think what they're doing they're, they're like let's go to chaos let's go yeah. or let's go to omega to join omega to continue on i right? like their like almost sort of creepy relationship that nero and vice has like there's some like really weird undertones with it but like mm-hmm. i don't know if they're like actual brothers or if they're just like grew up together yeah kind of thing, but know? i but i kind of like don't mind it like i think it works very well like like nero well talks about weirdly... vice in an almost romantic way a lot of times it's weirdly sweet it is it, it, it's like, oddly it's, so it, yeah like there's something there like you were saying that's just kind of off and creepy about it but like not maliciously but not maliciously but not mali- exactly it's not like they are very passionate i think it's because it seems consensual that's the reason yeah yeah but like, yeah, yeah, and the way like that's the reason that it's, it's sweet is what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like Nero says shit like like I will never love anyone else except for my brother. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. like, that's a weird thing to say, but also Nero's a weird motherfucker. So like, yeah, I mean, it's and probably have you seen fine. Vice? Like, yeah, yeah, have you seen it? Makes sense, dude. <laughs> Dude's the, he's the most jocked up. Who doesn't I, love that man? I love how this we're like fucking Sephiroth, this fucking weirdo being like, oh, mother, mother. And then like Nero's like my brother. And we're like, damn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, you're agreed, right, yeah. The scene with Yuffie was so cringe that he's like, I'm going to go talk to my brother now. Yeah. <laughs> he romanticizes him almost. Like, I'm not talking about like in like a, in a, a relationship sense, but romanticizes him like in, as an ideal, as a. He's definitely like a little brother. He's, he looks up to his older brother. Absolutely. My brother became like the, the king of deep ground basically yeah, yeah. for this cause. This is confusing to me now because of uh, the Hojo thing we were talking about. Like before the Omega like thing happened, uh, the Omega Discovery happens. Like Deep Ground was just their own thing, yeah. and they had their own kind of thing. But but maybe Hojo kind of inoculated them into this like basically a new religion. Maybe so. Yeah, he's a yeah. cult leader, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So it's curious of when like when Vice came to power. If this was because of because of Hojo. Well, Jared Leto so <laughs> Vice coming to power is part of the multiplayer because I did read the the synopsis of that. That at one point there were these various like uh like upper echelon Shinra soldiers or whatever. They're called like receivers or keepers or something like that. But they ruled over deep ground and Vice's whole thing is he was like, yeah, we're not going to be just like weird war slaves down here. We're going to run our own thing. Like if we're going to be like the most powerful, we're going to take them down and we're going to be the leaders. And so he's the one who like calls all of the deep ground soldiers up to rebel against their masters. And so that's why he's the leader of deep ground. Okay. Yeah. 
I'm just curious, like, what led them to this point right here where they're like, let's become one and, go, like, basically move on. They're they're going to join Omega currently right now. Right. Which is... Yeah, well, I feel like at, at this moment with Nero and um, Vice, they're both, for all intents and purposes, dead. Yeah, So in yeah. this sense, it's pretty much just a survival thing. I, I, my read on it is that Nero... Or, like closure where they're joining the live stream now yeah. because they we see them walk off and they basically just disappear yeah, they yeah. don't want to yeah. spend the the their time unsent yeah right right yeah we gotta get uh we gotta get you in here to do the dance oh yeah just doing the floss dance that's right and, and the whole time we hear hojo screaming too where he's like no you can't do this no you know and so he's, he's like i can't out. believe they took away building in Fortnite. no <laughs> but um but uh i don't really think there's too much left yeah, but what was interesting is, um, so yeah, Hojo's basically gone at this point, and now Thanks it's just Nero and Vice kind of moving on. To, I think what they're doing is like joining the live stream yeah. that's basically been gathered here, and, and because we see them fade into nothing, and what drops, I think, is Proto Materia. I guess so. It's holy. It could be holy. <laughs> <laughs> is this where we get our uh, chapter ending, or is it? It's yeah, yeah right then, after then, that. Okay, mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I was gonna say, do we want to do the next scene, or should we wait for the next episode? For I that did one? not actually do anything in the next scene. Okay, think. okay. So I we'll talk about the whole next because it's show it's a whole later. thing. It's a whole thing. It's a whole great big to do. My accuracy rating <laughs> on this episode is terrible. It was forty seven. Fifty seven. I had it's still uh, not good. <laughs> forty six thousand five hundred and seventy five damage sustained. Uh, Thirty eight kill chain, pretty good. 37 items used magic casted 63 i only collected 91 percent of the magic casted 63 yeah damn i was just rattling that shit off i did 11 you're just trying to get those elites yeah Yeah. i was i was was stuck in that room that i thought i had to clear it out for like 10 minutes until i realized i'm a dumbass (laughs) uh got ko'd once and my time was one hour and eight minutes which i guess was just cutscene. Ooh, one hour and three minutes, right? Right, right about the I guess time. does that count the cutscenes? Like, can you just get a higher rank by qu- skipping the cutscenes? I probably spent I probably spent about an hour playing it. The actual well, I'm game looking playing. at my video here, and my video is one hour and twelve minutes long. Oh, really? Oh, maybe not. So I think yeah, you can you can get an S rank by skipping cutscenes. Okay, well, <laughs> well I got damn. an A was my total rank uh, overall. Yeah, same. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, I got 33 accuracy rate. I think I was just constantly trying to shoot gargoyles and get missing. Yeah, that turret. That turret will get you. And the turret. Uh, 75% Mako for me. Time KO'd zero, thankfully. I did get KO'd once in that first fucking room. <laughs> Hate that room. How many gar- gargos do you get? Oh, got all of them, baby. Finally got, got everything. Everything. Yeah, my, my page is just all, you know, two gargoyles defeated, three gargoyles defeated, eight pillar targets defeated. Nine gargoyles defeated. Yeah, I think the thing about these is that like you can't miss them by being slow. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't know if you even can miss them, honestly. Yeah. So I think you have to full clear it. Yeah, right. I mean maybe you can just walk on. (laughs) Like if you don't, you're just like, I don't want to do it. it. I'll I'll try that if I replay this section to get the if if things suck, just hit the bricks. (laughs) <laughs> Goddamn right. It's like your guys are stuck out there on the pillar. I am at level 31 now, by the way. I, oh, God. I think I'm at like sick. level 17. Yeah, I got uh, 72 strength and 81 defense. I also like how there's an intelligence stat, which I have no idea what it does. Probably uh, materia damage or magic yeah, damage. Yeah, that makes sense. Vincent stops asking questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When your intelligence stat is maxed, he doesn't give you hints in that one, <laughs> in that right, one yeah. level anymore. 
So that's how it works. That's right. That's right. That's the yeah. only thing he says from now on because he knows because he's intelligent. <laughs> so now he just says, that's what I meant to do. <laughs> <laughs> All going according to plan. So the next episode is the last episode. The penultimum. At least the last, you know, last chapter of the game. Yeah, the last chapter of the game. We will see how long it takes to unpack that shit. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we'll we, have we may a, have two one. more episodes, like, to... Go watch some Tool music videos, y'all. <laughs> I'm always watching Tool music videos, dude. D- never stop watching Tool music videos. Um, yeah, it's it's wild. It's got a lot of shit going on. And you're right. And maybe we will need to do two episodes for the end and the wrap-up. That might make sense. Um, but... We'll see. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but then we will have to announce our new season. Yeah. Ooh, so I want to see those ats on Twitter. I want to see those Discord posts. We're doing Final <laughs> Fantasy Legends, <laughs> the entire series. We should do um, we should do an episode about Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within because we haven't done that. Yeah, we need to do that someday. We should we should have a watch party or something. Yeah, then... <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. A lot of this this uh, Hojo stuff is um, a little suspect. I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad yeah, he's gone. It's there's yeah like, like, look here the thing is i, I don't mind him coming right back me. i'm like leave him alone i i the thing is i understood and i said this during our first season right i said the actual bad guy in ff7 is hojo right like, yeah absolutely everybody else is like either a misunderstanding or like a non-evil a being useful because idiot. It, yeah yeah because like well even Genova, i didn't think was evil more than just like a creature La creatura, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a monster, and like monsters are beyond good or evil; they're just monsters. And yeah, like, it's 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 like in Stephen King's It, where there's a character who is a bully. Yeah, and he is the most horrifying character in that series because he does some of the most fucking unspeakable things. Yeah, and Pennywise is very scary because he's scary, but he's also like a force of nature. So it's kind of yeah, hard to stack yeah. that up with like a fucked up kid who like does really, really terrible stuff. Right. Yeah. And so I always felt like Hojo was like the main bad guy. And like, I don't think this is a spoiler or anything like that, but Dirge of Cerberus is the last game in the Final Fantasy VII canon. Like as far as chronologic goes, like it's it's the not for end. long. Well, yeah, not for long. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe, who knows where they'll they'll end the remake, right? Maybe they end it with some stuff like this or, or something. whatever, Ever Crisis or whatever. Yeah, but either way, as for right now, this is the final thing that happens in the timeline, so I don't mind. If you don't count the final cutscene of Final Fantasy VII, which takes place 300 years in the okay, future, fair, where it's fair, Red fair. 13 and somehow he has two children. Which is actually the first scene in Advent Children, so... Actually- <laughs> We're through the looking glass here, people. Oh, boy. So, no, but I know I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, so, so I don't mind that Hojo comes back as the final bad in this because I felt like he was the big bad throughout the rest of it anyway. And so to kind of give him a last moment to be like, it's me, I, I am the reason why the planet sucks. You know what I mean? You're like, to okay. Give him okay. a curtain call. Uh, give him a curtain could call. Be good, I get it. But they really fucking did it in a it's, dumb way. It's the dumb science that gets in the way of it for me because like we've established like there's there's magic in this world there's literal fucking magic you can cast magic by using like the hardened souls of the dead right like that's we can conjure aeons or not aeons we can conjure like yeah summons and shit like. yeah 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 and so their like thing is that like no i had to upload my <laughs> brain to the world wide web <laughs> i had to go online and be logged on for three years and i was just like what? He's been literally terminally online. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. That stuff I thought was kind of like weak, and like the way it's explained, very like I, I don't know. It, it's odd. It's an odd thing. Maybe it was cooler when it came out because that was still you know like many years ago. So it, the internet was not the same internet that we have today. I guess so. Vincent just got a cell phone. He has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's dumb as hell. I mean, at least everyone else in this game so far. I mean. I guess it's just Nero and Vincent were both like, shut the fuck up. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. talking with you. I do but, like that we got to get a couple more owns in on uh, Hojo. Yeah. And that his plan backfired again, even though he's like, I'm the smartest ever. I know. And That's I don't mean nice to be too mean thematic. to this game, because like, it's still pretty good. And then, like, there's a million worse ways they could have done it. You know what I mean? So like, sure. I, don't, I don't mean to be... I don't mean to pick on them too much. It's just like after the heights that I've like felt about this game for the last several chapters where I'm like, yo, this game actually cool and based and great and amazing. Then now I'm just like, oh, no, it is kind of dumb. But OK, well, this final act is very uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker or whatever. It's just like somehow. Yeah, somehow yes, Hojo returned. Yes. <laughs> somehow Hojo is back and we're going to undo all the things. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine though. I mean, I don't mean to pick on it too and much. He was just planning this whole secret thing on an, in another galaxy for the last ten or so yeah. years, or yeah. whatever. It was all part of his plan. Yeah. So well, it, it's fine. It's it leaves a lot to be desired. But hey, whatever. He's dead now. Also, Hooray. the stage was kind of like I don't know about how I felt about the actual level. Yeah, boss but. fight though. The one boss fight, super good. I I, lo- I liked a uh, cool set I, piece. I liked all three of the boss fights. I think. I think. I yeah, liked all I just them. mean the one specifically, the the Arachnero. That one was that really one great. Stood out so well. That was like a cool fucking just set piece in any game. Yeah, know? no, that was tight as fuck. That was that was really cool. I, I you know what? I haven't played any, anytime we're thrown into a nightmare zone <laughs> or some yeah. like weird nebulous space in a Final Fantasy game towards the end is always Give great. Me more of that shit, baby. So, well, some nightmarish shit happens at the beginning of the next chapter. And so and I haven't played it. I haven't played it all the way through. I've watched the intro cutscene to chapter 12. Um and I am very curious to see where that goes cuz that is some wild, wild shit happens at the beginning of the next episode where yeah. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was able to like walk around for a couple seconds in the next stage and I was just like, oh my god, we're playing some entirely other game now. This is like, this is so fucking nuts. <laughs> so it gets it gets real fucking weird. We've ascended. Um, so I'm excited to see where it goes. Cool, me too. I'm excited to hear your opinions on it. I, I'm excited to form opinions on it. <laughs> So if, you, if you're listening to this the day that we're recording it and not the day that it comes out, I'm going to play it this weekend on stream. But if you're listening to it when it comes out, that was many weekends ago. I'm sorry. You're going to have to watch the VOD. You have to watch the VOD or if the it's even still up. <laughs> yeah. So time. Time makes no sense. Time cannot erase. There's just so much that time cannot erase. This is very much the most evanescence of all Final Fantasies. I agree. Uh, I have a I have a tab open to, to close us out here. I have a fucking tab open um, on my computer. A nice can of tab. It's uh, the A440 uh, hertz tuning pitch that okay. I use to tune my guitar. And um, some absolute genius nine months ago uh, commented and just has A440 hertz Z and then timestamps several times throughout this whole hour long video (laughs) because it's just one tone it just says you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) that's incredible (laughs) that's really good reminds me of our two hour fucking videos on our YouTube channel of Final Fantasy X like (laughs) oh yeah it's right I'm gonna go I'm I'm stealing this guy's bit I'm gonna go and and comment timestamp them all (laughs) 
a timestamp of every single time you hear a seagull on Besaid Island, like in the background. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Well, um, Alex, would you like to upload us to the worldwide network so that we can come back in three years and possess the body of a jock? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that is not foreshadowing for next season. <laughs> <laughs> no jocks next season. Thank you to Masashi Uzi for the game music. Leave us a review on iTunes, rate us on Spotify, give us a call, or text us at 530 Materia. You can find us at every FNFF on Twitter, Instagram, and hop in our Discord through one of those links. In silence! I'm podcasting with my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Zs. Bye.